Welcome to Accounting High. Sales is not a one-size-fits-all. There's different ways to run your practice. There's different ways that are better for different firm owners based on what they're offering. You know, if your minimum engagements are twenty to 50000 you can get away with doing it like me, you know? Having people do their due diligence, meeting with clients, having them prepare in time, and you don't need to charge for a consultation fee. It's not even worth it. It actually devalues you in a way. But that's a whole nother conversation. This is study your playbook. Yeah, this, this is, is like your study your playbook. Correct. This is game theory. Yeah, game theory. Love it. That's what this is. This is how to make varsity part five game theory. If you're listening on the show, hear what GACon can do for you. It's accounting integrators. We're integrating Google Sheets with different accounting software. Xeros, QuickBooks, Sage, FreshBooks. We do two-way synchronization to download raw data, reports, consolidation reports, and do bulk upload. Corey, you want to say a couple words? You're like the student sitting in the front row. Where do you see people using the product more? Like, is it more in the reporting or the data side? Why you really use using GCon to automate the process. So basically we're helping accountants, business owners to have these numbers as accurately as possible and as fast as possible. We're managing a lot of data in both directions. This excites me. As someone that's yeah. coming from building custom integrations, this is basically a tap into the API, pulling invoice data, location data, payment data, line items, customers, right? This yes. becomes very powerful. It's it more than just reporting. You're yeah. limited by your imagination. Yes, that's true. One of the key features is not only that two-way sync for a lot of people, but I think it's just extracting raw data. It's great to have report, and those are super valuable, but where my head went to is like, building some of the working papers for the balance sheet. If you can start to pull some transaction level detail or account level detail, or, that can automate a lot of the accounting process that many people just don't like doing. This is a huge, huge unlock. I've been wanting to do things like this forever with access to all the data pieces. You can pull data from one client and another and another and compare them all. And then you can go even further, right? It will be your dashboards. This will be your BI solutions, your presentation layers, and that will give you huge visibility, right, to the client. They don't like to dig in numbers. They want to see it colorful on the graph, your next presentation layer. People use us a lot this way, too. You could also export that data into your QuickBooks or Zero. That can be done, too. Yep. <laughs> Secure automated easy two-way sync head explosions going on that's awesome what can our listeners do what can they do to sign up like this is the call to action here they can access us through our website or go to google workspace marketplace type gcon and you will have all our products there install it and go ahead g acon what's the website url we can put that in the notes acon a c c o n dot services okay you guys have a 14-day free trial for yep. anyone that wants to test it out, yep. experiment. That's what yep. I'll be doing it's next. Absolutely free. They don't have to put any credit cards. We just want them to be comfortable and see if it still really works for them. Go and try us out. May I have your attention, please? Welcome to Accounting High. It's freshman year at a brand new school. 
Here, we have no rules in place as we're on a mission to set our own traditions. So hang tight and learn with us as we grow. At Accounting High, you can expect to gain knowledge in a completely different way than what you may be used to with some fun and oftentimes colorful conversations involving some of the best teachers in the accounting industry. Whether you loved high school or you hated it, here's your chance to be a part of an unforgettable experience redone. While you're here, don't forget to follow us on Spotify or subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you may be listening to us right now so you don't miss out on any new episodes. And feel free to leave us a five-star review letting us know how the school year is treating you. In addition, share this episode on social media tagging us at Accounting High. So sit back, relax, and open your mind because class is in session. I repeat. May I have your attention, please? This is another public service announcement brought to you in part by Accounting High. The views and events expressed here are of the next generation of accounting and tech professionals leading this space. The events and suggestions are not to be taken lightly. Children should not partake in the listening of this podcast. Anything else? Yeah. So without further ado, introducing the star. Scotty and Coach Queen. We're going to have a problem here. What's up, Michelle? <laughs> hey, hey. How's it going? How you been? I've been great. And you? Pretty dope. Especially awesome. now that we're recording this How to Make Varsity. So we yeah. outlines the actual title of this. We've already released one part of our five-part How to Make Varsity. Today, if you've been listening in with us, you know that we've taken you four steps of the way there. Yep. This is the fifth step. This is part five. Inventory management, equipment management. What are we calling this? I like equipment management, but really right. inventory in a way like not only your equipment, but your plays of the game, like okay. the stuff in your head. We have to protect our inventory because I think so many firm owners can relate that you know so many answers to a lot of people's questions. And when someone comes in with a quick question, we just want to answer it. The problem is, is that's like a play. That's like you knowing how to play a great offense on a defense that might be a little sleepy. So we not only Ooh. need to protect the equipment in the equipment room, but we need to protect what we know in our head. So for the players that study their plays all the time. This is study your playbook. Yeah, this, this is, is like your study playbook? your playbook. Correct. This is game theory. Yeah, game theory. Love it. That's what this is. This is how to make varsity part five game theory. Okay. I like that. Game theory is what we're going to call it then. Dope. I, I guess inventory is thinking about, you know, some of the things, a part of your sales process. But this major piece. Is, is the big. part where we give away our time for free so often. And often. we all do it. And we answer clients' quick, quick questions and not get paid for it. Those players on varsity, the ones making varsity team, they're giving everything, they're giving all they got. They're not getting paid. They're in school, yeah. right? The kids in no. school aren't getting paid. But this is different if they want to make the professional team. Correct. If they want to make it with the pros, the pros are getting paid for everything they do. This is how we get paid for everything we do. So I like to say, you know, we have to stop giving away our knowledge away for free. We have to stop answering the quick questions from a client. We have to stop saying, well, if I give them a few tips, 
they're going to come back to me and engage my firm at a normal price, at a really high price. Or in the future, they'll pay me premium fees. And to be honest, all that just isn't true. It will never happen that way. And you'll consistently wonder, how did I just meet with 10 prospects? Some were referrals, some were new clients, and none of them engaged with me. And most of the time, if you do an inventory (laughs) on your paper or spreadsheet or your computer, you'll probably see after you do a full assessment that most people didn't engage your firm because you did one of those things. And when we protect our inventory, I'm talking about like giving your time and expertise away for for free will never get you the results you want in your firm. It just will never happen. And there's so many firm owners sick and tired of it. And that's why I love to work with you guys, because this is how you can generate an extra 10 to 20,000 probably really quick and get that money in your bank account and have it go every single month because majority firm owners, be it even if you're new for a year, two or three or 20 years, once you add up how much of your time you've given away and your expertise away for free, you pretty much feel used, you feel undervalued, and you feel that people really aren't working with you for who you are. They're maybe coming to you because you're like the cheap, you know, you're like the dollar store. You just give it away. (laughs) So I got a question for you. How much do you charge people to listen to your show? What, my podcast, the Abundant yeah. Accountant podcast? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Okay, yeah. so. But. Let's also say this. Let's also say this, that but, you can give tips away for free. You can give things away for free. You can. If you're going to do one to many. So at your firm, if you have an inventory of all the things you've given away to people and the questions that they ask and stuff, if you start yeah. recording that, and you start creating content around that, then you'll have a constant flow or you have, you will be able to answer those their questions and send them somewhere that you've already created, a place that you've already set up. Like maybe it's a podcast, maybe yeah. it's a YouTube channel, maybe it's content just on your website that answers those questions. You can give away information for free because it also serves as a lead funnel and Correct. a funnel to get new clients too. Totally agree. And so I want to say managing your inventory and managing your game the right way and presenting it the right way could be a way to get new clients. And they've already got the answers to those basic questions that people are getting from you for free. Completely agree. Okay. The only thing I want to say to that, and yes, my podcast is free. Well, this podcast is free too. And we're giving away tips for free all day. Varsity tips, right? Right. But this is one to many. So there might be a few thousand people listening right now to this. Right. Okay. But what I want to bring up is that this is information, right? This is information you're taking in. Now, there's a difference when we start to talk about transformation. If you want to make massive changes in your firm and you don't want to screw it up, you need to invest in a mentor. It could be me for your sales process. It could be you, Sky, for your bookkeeping or whatever. That's when a client is going to engage you because at that point, it's now they need transformational help. The information didn't get them very far. We get information all day, but it's not until it becomes transformational because there's a million ways to mess things up. There's a million ways you can figure out how to do whatever you need to do on your own. For example, like with me, you can attempt to not answer quick questions. You can attempt to 
say, okay, I'm not going to do that when I'm meeting clients one-on-one anymore. You can attempt, you can make all these attempts, but you're so used to your old habit that you need transformation. And transformation is what I call like an act of courage. And it's going to take courage to make massive changes. And so, yes, if you're doing one to many, that's okay because that's a lead funnel. But if you're having one this to many problem, is information. That's not one to many is the information. One to one or one to a small group, like how I do it, is transformation. And that's why I get clients' results. So I've helped over now, I think I calculated it was 233 firm owners in a like one to small group, one to one ratio. And they've added 50 to 100,000 in top line revenue. Monthly reoccurring revenue on most is up 10,000 plus per month. So what I do is turn firms completely around, but it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of accountability. That's not going to happen just listening to me and Scotty and listening to this podcast. Most people aren't going to do that because it's just information overload. Could you make some tweaks and stuff? 100%. That's why we're here. But then there's a percentage of people that like, you know, if you're going to, let's just say for those of people that are familiar with the NFL, because I'm familiar with the NFL draft and people going to get training to become better when they go do their you know, 60 yard dash and all these jumps and other agilities to get to the draft, they go and invest in a mentor to have transformational results to go from college to the pros. How do I, you know, make an adjustment on my foot? So they go to the NFL combine and they have what's called a combine prep. Well, for our firms, we need a sales prep. <laughs> you know, yeah. this is. Yeah. So the pieces we're giving you here is varsity tips. But if you want transformational. We used to just be giving away peas. Now we're giving away pieces of, and tips. Yeah, tips and transformation. Now we're doing teas. Yeah. But this is how I completely turn firms around because this is how my clients have what I call relaxed success. They go on vacation during tax season because they're not feeling used and abused and undervalued anymore. And that requires transformation and that requires courage. And sometimes information just doesn't get you there. So if you think about it with your clients, if they're not engaging in your firm, the same thing is happening. So that's one thing I wanted just to add in. So for all the population of the Accounting High Nation, listen to Michelle's narration or dissertation (laughs) or orientation. Yeah. on information transformation and i'll end yeah. that with an exclamation ah that was awesome that's pretty good that you can just wrap like that off the top of your head but when you're protecting your inventory just to finish also that thought we go from feeling like we have to chase new clients to actually having plenty of revenue flowing in and providing a lifetime of value to a client yeah and let me just share one thing when you we <laughs> And this might go against our, you know, one to many, but I've had plenty of people I meet at events come up and say, oh my gosh, Michelle, I've been listening to the Abundant Accountant podcast for like a year, two years or whatever. And I got this new client and they paid me 40,000 for a plan. And I just went for it. I just did what you said on the podcast. And I was like, So you're Great. already transforming them. You're I am. Already transforming there them. are some that but do it on fans. their own. They're yeah. fans and they do it on their own. But human beings, it's why there's but you're person- having an impact on them though. So that even Correct. so, even so you're getting 
something out of that, even if it's not a new client, you're getting yeah. the, you know, totally. you know that you've helped somebody and you've changed, you've transformed them without, some people need the one-on-one and some people can't do Correct. it on their own. That's exactly right. And so what I want you to take away is that when we protect our inventory in our firm, I want you to keep that inventory for the people that pay you because there's a greater value of it. And then the, when there's a higher value and a I higher price, they go for it. You can give it all away. Like Anthony Kiedis says, you can give all of it away. And for the people that do want to work with you and go deeper to, for real transformation, you're still there for them and you're charging high enough prices. Right. But giving everything away for a one-to-many type scenario, not one-on-one calls, because you, if you give it away to everybody one-on-one, that's a waste of your time. But if you put it all together, concise it into content and deliver it that way, then you're going to help many people. And you could still transform people by doing that. You could. And I have a whole nother topic, and we'll, we might have to do this on a separate podcast. We but, could do that. We could do you that. Know, do you charge for your one-on-one meetings or do you not? Let's say- Let's say you're a firm owner right now. It just depends on the business model, okay? So let's say you're a firm owner and you don't want to waste your time trying to figure all this out in your firm and you want to take the fastest path to success. Let's just say that. You've listened to the podcast. You've listened to me on The Abundant Accountant and you're like, I just don't know how to do it. And you don't want to reinvent the wheel. You can actually go to theabundantcall.com and book a one-hour call with myself and my team. That's an option to you. Do you charge for that? I do not. You should. I do not. I know. I'm saying you should. It just depends on your business model. Okay. I want to make sure that every single person I talk to and my team talks to gets value. And I know that for those firm owners that want to get there quickly and don't want to have all the pitfalls along the way, you might want to enroll in how I show you how to do that. So for Others, all of the listeners, yes, yeah, for all, all of, the listeners, yeah. it's still free now, but <laughs> Michelle should it's be not charging free. for this. It's not free because I have you do a lot of due diligence even prior to meeting me. So you do work. You to, have to do yeah. work before you even get to talk to us. Oh, I like that. I okay? like that. So it isn't free. So yeah, it, it's it. not really free because you're also having to put in some work before I even talk to you or to myself or call. my team. Yeah. Correct. I want you to do your due diligence on me more than just listening to me here on accounting high. Account high. Correct. You get homework. You book a call. Go, you can do that right now, by the way. Abundantcall.com. You book a call. You're going to get an email from me, Denise, or Molly, one of us. And it's going to be a whole you, new URL just for the call. It is. That's a, awesome. The abundantcall.com. The abundant call. It should be easy to remember. I had to make it short, to the point, and memorable. So if you can't remember that, theabundantcall.com. But Dope. we're going to have, you're going to get prepared for this meeting. So I know that if you invest at least an hour to prepare to show up to a call with me, that you're pretty serious. And guess what, Patty? If they don't, we don't talk to you because I ask you some specific questions that tells me, did you get prepared or not? And if you don't, I'm not going to waste my time if you didn't invest time to have a reflection on some of the things I ask you to do and for you to do your due diligence on me, my company, and how I've helped firm owners, et cetera. So on these calls, I go through the exact prices you should be charging, the formula you should use, you know, basically how to city style team, the varsity style firm. That's what we talk about. And you're going to get massive clarity and it's going to be a wake up call. 
That's what I've been told by pretty much everyone. And at the end, you get to choose what you want to do. And I think that's the biggest thing for our clients is sometimes when we give away so much inventory, now we're sounding desperate when we're like, I can't believe they didn't call me back or I can't believe they didn't engage my firm. I helped them with that quick tip or I answered that question. And I really thought that 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 moment they were going to engage my firm. It's like, well, I'm not going to tell you exactly how to do any of it, but I'm going to show you a clear path on what you need to do. And then you get to decide, do you want my help? Or we get to decide, number one, if we're a good fit. And then number two, do you want our help or do you not? You get to choose. Because I know on the other side, there's a lot of pitfalls. (laughs) There's a lot of money to be left on the table and you get to choose. So you can either, like on varsity or the NFL combine or the NFL, they have coaches. They have a head coach. They have, you know, on basketball, there's like five coaches on a team. They have like five coaches for starting, what, of six or eight people? I don't even know. Yeah. There's almost like one-to-one coach. So if you look at sport, you look at any of the teams, there's like a coach for every single person. So you can either choose to hire a coach or you can choose to figure it out on your own. It's your choice. Yeah. And so, to protecting your inventory, if you have a lot of people where they're not engaging your firm or your services, it's because we keep giving away our brain for free. So we're talking a lot about sales, but the one-to-many and the giving away knowledge, that's marketing. And yeah. with the right marketing, you're going to create more demand and you will be able to charge for consults. Once you have enough people knocking on the door, wanting to come in and wanting to talk to you by creating content or by doing the right marketing, you can then charge top dollar just for consults. I know we've had two guests on content creators. Well, they, they're content creators, but they they have like one of them, niche firm. Um, mm-hmm. Modeling behavior is the name of the episode, Jamie O'Kane. Mm-hmm. And she's got a niche vet. Well, she deals with just vets. And she has a podcast. Her podcast has been around for a while, consistent. She does other content just for vets. Charges at least 500 just for initial consults. Yeah. So she's making money before they decide to work with her. And, and that's a strategy and a business model that could work. It's not, you don't have to do that. A lot of you don't have clients, to, no, no. It's it a lot of work a, to do that. It is a lot of work to do that. And the client will expect something. But if the value you deliver is greater than $500, so, you know, if she knows. Well, the you know, client just wants to work with her. Right. So if the client just wants to work with her and she meets them and charges $500, it's like, well, then what's, and there's yeah. just so much, there's so much detail that goes into that conversation itself. But I think as a business, you just need to choose. As a business, we choose to do our calls for, I guess you could call $0 free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I am interviewing you as much as you are interviewing me. And you need to show up to our calls having done your due diligence and your homework that I provide to you. Well, for you, so it's worth prepared. it because you don't necessarily have to provide the transformation or a lot of stuff during that initial call. That correct. is your interview process to determine who you're going to work with long Correct. That is correct. So... And I think most firms are in that position where they don't need to charge for the intake, but they do need to vet the people they're going to work with and make it more about, do I want to work with you? Not, are are you going to, you know, are you going to accept our proposal? 
Correct. And I and I actually dealt with this with one of my current clients. Okay. She met with the client and it turned out to be like three different engagements and she did not charge for it. Then the client decided to change their mind. And so she had put in about five to six hours of work at this time. And it three was like or four different calls. Three three different engagements for one client. He paid okay. for all of them except one. Then changed okay. his mind, said he wants to go a different direction and whatever the case may be. I'm about getting rid of bad energy. If anyone doesn't want to transform their firm after they already made a verbal commitment and started, I'm not going to sit here and argue, but I have a pretty good agreement that they sign. But sure. one of the ideas I provided to her was, okay, in that moment, if you know that you've already put in some time, you can invoice for your meeting time before you invoice separately Careful. for the different We're engagements. Not invoicing too. on time. Not invoicing on time, but for the time that she invested already with this client. If that becomes an issue, just like the person's doing five hundred dollars for a consult, we have still, to invoice. I know. Well, we'll and I'm getting theoretical or still one hour of her yeah. time. Correct. Five hundred dollars. Invoicing for for the outcome. What is Correct. it that she was doing? She could be invoicing beforehand. Which is my point. Yeah. That sometimes in the first meeting. You should know the outcome if you have a process to take the paperwork inventory part. That could be the sure. equipment manager mm -hmm. side of things. I'm going to review your tax return. Or I'm going to review last year's stuff. This or I'm going to review QuickBooks. Exactly. Yeah. That's different. That's like your pre-op. You know, if you're going to the doctor and they need to. But you to... definitely should charge for that. Well, that that's what I'm saying. So there's some people that don't. And we put that in to the big engagement. Because yeah. when you're charging ten to twenty thousand dollars for a cleanup project, I don't care if I spent two or seven hours with a client. It doesn't matter. It's not the time when you're it's charging not the ten time. to twenty thousand dollars. That better be worth that's the exactly full scope correct. of like yeah. That's exactly correct. However, sometimes, sometimes you're going to have some clients that change their mind, and you don't mm -hmm. want that energy. And we need to. Do a refund or well, they say change bye bye. Their mind. Yeah, after they've paid and they change their mind, then Correct. you just determine how much of the work you've done. Correct. So far. Which it yeah. needs to be established though prior to that, which and is what I was saying. In that case. Correct. The ball was in her court in that case, but it just depends on which business model do you want to do. And we're back that, to the ball playing analogies because the ball's back in your court. Ball's right? back in your court. So there's so many different ways you can do this, but that's why it goes back to. Sales is not a one-size-fits-all. There's different ways to run your practice. There's different ways that are better for different firm owners based on what they're offering. You know, if your minimum engagements are twenty to 50000 you can get away with doing it like me, you know, having people do their due diligence, meeting with clients, having them prepare in time, and you don't need to charge for a consultation fee. It's not even worth it. It actually devalues you. In a way, but that's a whole nother conversation. No, or can't. you can charge like this woman's doing for the consult and then you can do it. I know on tax resolution, a lot of people do that for the first part. And then the second part is a larger engagement. There are so many different ways you can do it. And that's why we do breakthrough sessions so we can break through whatever is keeping you stuck from whatever you want to achieve in your firm. And every single Ooh, phone call is unstuck. unique. Tell me about this breakthrough. 
Well, the breakthrough session is our one-on-one calls. So you don't have to try to figure things out on your own and you can have the fastest path to varsity. And that's like having the one-on-one coach. That is like having the one-on-one coach. So you get a one-on-one coach, but you don't have to pay for it. But the only rules we have is that you do your due diligence. You own an accounting, tax, bookkeeping, CFO service type firm. That's all we work with. That's another rule in our playbook. And we're going to get crystal clear on a few different things. You know, where do you want to be? What have you tried? What's not working? What are the prices you should be charging? What's your current setup? We go through conversions. We, I understand your year-to-date revenue, your revenue. What do you want to be doing? How long have you been wanting to do that? We like uncover so much in one hour. You'd be blown. Your mind's blown by the end. This like, is the coach's game theory, or this is game yeah, theory with a coach. This is coach's game theory, exactly. Yeah. And so my our outcome for you is that you get massive clarity. That's what I do. So Michelle, you're Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson. That's exactly right. That's what I was saying. I'm like a head coach. And on our team, we have, you know, the shooting coach. We have the <laughs> defense coach. <laughs> you know, we have other coaches on the team. John Wooten. Yeah. Phil Jackson. You got to get back to the basics. But again, that's, fundamentals. That's, that's transformation. At the end of the day, transformation is an act of courage. And that is what I'm saying. Because to do these kinds of changes in, ref- in your firm, there's fear that's going to come up. We help people walk through and over the bridge of fear. We, we really kind of hold your hand every step of the way. Have people done it on their own? 100%. Those are the people that I meet at events saying, oh, Michelle, I listened to your podcast. I implemented what you said. So they took my information. They tried it and it worked. Great. That happens too. We're not here to work with everybody, but we are here to work with the firm owners who are like, I'm not going to reinvent the wheel. Show me how. And that's how I operate. I mean, I pay a lot of money in coaching every single month. I'm in a mastermind group. I like, I am all about take me to the top as quickly as you can without the big mistakes that can happen. Cause no matter what, you're going to pay for it. You're either going to pay in mistakes and lost time, or you're going to make an investment to get there a little quicker. So no matter what, we pay for the end result that we want. Coach yeah. Queen. Coach Queen. So if you want to ha- if you want to talk to Coach Queen and her team, I'll say it one more time. It's the abundantcall.com. Theabundantcall.com. Yeah. <laughs> the but I want to talk about how to protect your inventory to okay. give you some tips on how to do that. So number one, and you can think about it, you know, if a player gets a cut, they typically put a Band-Aid over it, right? We have sure. to stop giving out Band-Aids. And if you think of every time you answer- We need to really stop the bleeding. A Band-Aid's not really going to stop the bleeding. It is not. Yeah. We need to perform surgery. We need to suture things up. We need to put some ointments on it. We need like the wound vac team to come in. And a Band-Aid isn't going to fix it. So every time you answer a quick question, what I recommend you do is go to your medicine cabinet, get a box of Band-Aids that's full. And every time you catch yourself answering a quick question or answering something in an email that you're like, oh, God, I shouldn't have done that. I should have charged for that. Put or a Band-Aid. Put it, take a Band-Aid out, unstick it, or take the sticky stuff off and put it on the outside of the box. So you have okay. a physical. I was going to say put it on your face so you're stuck looking at it at the end of the day. Like just put one under <laughs> your eye like, like yeah, Lisa you, Left Eye does. You could do it like that. Or... I like or to like just have did. the visual yeah. where you have a box of Band-Aids and every time you miss, you make a mistake and you catch yourself, 
take a Band-Aid out, unstick the stuff. Right, and so we're accountants, out. we're cheap, and we're not going to spend a bunch of money to waste a bunch of Band-Aids. Well, that's awesome. With- I think Band-Aids are 99 cents or a dollar at the dollar store. So you can just head on over there, buy one box, invest a dollar, because when you stop- paper clips? Can no. we do this with like paper? No. Band-Aids, is the, it is, because right, there's Band-Aids. a connection with the Band-Aid to not solving the problem. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So there is a definite connection. We'll but... send you accounting high branded band-aids. For oh, there free you go. To do this. Yeah. There you go. We'll brand them. Okay. So how did they get their box of band-aids? Um, <laughs> uh, that's a good question. We'll, we'll have a, we'll have a fill in form for anybody okay. that wants band-aids. I'll send them to you yeah. once I get okay. enough. So Scotty will take care of that. The other way to protect your inventory is to prepare ahead of time. So like we spoke about earlier, getting people's documents up front getting QuickBooks logins, getting tax returns. How can you look at things in advance? So when you are at a meeting, we're actually selling a serve a value thought through package versus just answering quick questions and being a ping pong ball. Number three, we need to follow what I call, and I think we talked about it. Prepare ahead of time. Okay. So the first one was the band-aids. Yeah, the first one was the band-aids. And then I think, I can't remember which week it was, but we talked about the red carpet yes. and knowing who is allowed to come on your red carpet. That's another thing. Like I said, my red carpet is you have to own an accounting or tax or bookkeeping, tax resolution, CFO service firm. You have to be a firm owner. Now, if you're an employee in a job, but you have a firm on the side and your goal is to quit your job, then you're okay too. You fit you can come on my red rope. You can come on in and book a phone call. If you are not willing to do what it takes to prepare for the call and do your due diligence and review the email we send you, you're not qualified to come on a red carpet or we will reschedule or cancel your phone call if you you know, don't do what we ask, just like you want your clients to do what you ask. If you need to know their revenue, you need them to upload things to your secure portal before you meet. That would be one they of the do things. That. They don't make the call. Correct. If they don't do that, you cancel the call. For example, one of the first steps that if you go to the abundantcall.com and book a call, the next step in that process is to fill out an application. Ooh. If you don't fill out the application, we cancel your call. It's very mm. simple. So that's one of our first steps too. Then I read it and if you know, you're know you not a firm owner or whatever and you're just an employee and you just want to be an employee, then we'll cancel your call. So we're always looking for ways to make sure that the people we talk to and that we're going to invest an hour of our time with you and you're going to prepare for an hour ahead, that it's a win-win for everybody and that you do get clarity and value in the areas that you need help with. So you have to think about that for your firm. Setting uh, expectations too. That yeah. sets the expectation. That sets the bar from the beginning that, that is they're going to show up and they're, they're going to do the work too. Correct. Yep. And then um, the fourth thing, which I think we also talked about on one of these, is yeah. that we have to really listen a lot more and talk a lot less. So the 80-20. Oh, we talked about that a couple of them. Yeah. yeah. 80-20 principle. Mm-hmm. You should be listening 80% of the time and only talking 20% of the time in a one-hour meeting with a prospect. And the questions that we ask. We have to really think about strategic questions when we're meeting with a client, having them be open-ended, 
not yes and no, and not answering anything they ask. We should be interviewing them as much as possible to really understand what are some of the challenges they have. Why are they in such a big mess with their QuickBooks or, you know, the vet person? How come they're running their vet practice, you know, like a nonprofit instead of being a really profitable hospital? Whatever it may be, we have to think about the strategic questions. And these are the ways to really protect your inventory that will have you being paid really well and not feeling undervalued or feeling like, I can't believe I just wasted so much time (laughs) with somebody. And then I heard crickets. I never heard from them again. And then you realize, oh, I answered their quick question. I gave them a Band-Aid answer. I was, you know, for us, sometimes if we don't enroll somebody, one of the mistakes maybe we made is we did a little too much coaching on the call. Those, it just happens when you get into the groove with somebody and you're never going to be perfect. But those are the ways to protect your inventory. And we never want to answer their questions directly. That's another thing. So if someone says, how much do you charge? What do you say, Scotty? Depends. (laughs) I don't know. Like when somebody asks me, how much do I charge? Mm -hmm. It really depends on who's asking what they're asking about. I mean, sometimes we have set prices for certain things, but other times it's really just we're pricing the relationship. We're pricing what what we're going to do for them. Um, Mm -hmm. And that always depends. It does depend. So another way that you could do it is, you know, we, and this is something like what I say, is, you know, how much we charge? It's a really great question. And one of the things we do is we evaluate each student, or in your case, each uh, prospect, to make sure that we're a good fit to work together. And then based on that, we'll see if we're a good fit. And then I can assess if we can support you in getting to your goals and dreams. And typically, yeah. every single month, we turn away over 50 to 70% of the people that book a phone call with us. Ooh. So not only that, but if they didn't fill out the application or they didn't do their due diligence, they didn't do whatever. If a 10 people book a call, there's probably five to seven that we even cancel the call. And we're only looking for one or two who we know we can help and serve. That's 20% of the people that filled it out anyway. Correct. So how much we charge? First, I need to assess if you're a good fit and to make sure we can help you. And then from there, I can go through what the investment would be. That's dope. Because the how much do you charge is just an automatic response that most people are going to ask you. Or they're going to ask you, how much will this cost? And until I figure out if you're the right fit and if we can help you, I wouldn't be able to tell you how much it costs because I really don't have anything for you right now. I like this because you're filtering people out before you fi- like the que- the money question always comes up. And one yep. thing that we did was on our long type form, the last question was, what's your budget for this? And yes. we gave a you- pretty good range. We let them pick. Mm-hmm. And the ones that wouldn't pick a number or that you know went, went like... Some people won't even continue to fill it out once mm-hmm. they get to that question because they don't want to put a thousand dollars a month or something. They don't mm-hmm. want to put that, and they know it's out of their budget, so they don't even waste our time and they stop filling out the form yeah. because of that. Even easier, yeah. I, if if someone like today, you know, I have a call booked for Monday. I called her, sent her an email, sent her a text. Her application did not get filled out. 
I gave her a deadline. She has another an hour and 15 minutes. Five o'clock, I'm wrapping up. If I do not see her application is filled out by five, she will get my cancellation email and I'll wish her see? the best and weekend in the world. That's beautiful because earlier you, we were talking and you said, well, I have a consult. And if they didn't fill out that form, then they don't even, that's not even a waste of your time. Correct. No, I'm going to save that spot for someone who's serious, who's committed, who follows their steps and meet my red car- carpet. I'm always you can thinking spend it of doing more one to many stuff like this. Exactly. And that's even better. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And over time, or I make a bunch of Facebook ads. So if you guys are on Facebook and you go to my pitch queen page or you go to the abundant or the abundant call, which will take you there, you'll start getting my ads on Facebook. I rather spend that time making some more videos for you guys who might want to book a call in the future. I'm going to save that spot and keep it open for someone who's really serious and can follow my rules. Just like oh, you, so want, dope. you want so your clients. I go on Facebook, uh-huh. I'm going to start getting your ads because I just went on to the book a call page and yeah. it's got the cookies and yeah. stuff. Yeah. That's dope. That's yeah. So you're cool. going to, you're going to start seeing all my client testimonials, different ones. Every time you log into Facebook. I already see them on LinkedIn. So this is cool. I'll see them on Facebook mm-hmm. if I'm ever on there too. Yeah. If you log That's into dope. Facebook or if you just go to the abundant account or the abundant call.com, even if you yeah. just click and peruse and watch whatever I have on that page, I think I made a new tweak. I All did. Right. I made a new big time. Right. So yeah. yeah, if whatever her name is doesn't fill out my application, it doesn't, it doesn't change my life at all. So you've set yourself up for success, but also in a way you're setting your potential clients up for success yeah, or failure. If they don't follow your rules, then they're going to be a terrible client anyway. Exactly. I'm protecting my inventory. So, you know, you're protecting your inventory of your time. You're protecting your inventory of what's in your head, all the knowledge you have. Some of you have a CPA, EEA, you got a master's in tax, you have all these specialties. That's all a lot of stuff that you have invested time, money, and energy in educating yourself. But guess what? You can never get your time back either. So you need to protect that as much as here. So your time, Mm -hmm. your calendar, and here is all equal. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. And it's but again, like setting the expectations up front mm-hmm. and know, like there are people that are just shopping around and just wasting everybody's time. Yeah. Which brings me to my next point. Never send a proposal. Ooh. Yeah. It's a waste of your time. I wouldn't even. Let's, uh, uh, let, let's, let's go deeper on that because I just told my team, and we've been talking about this, to not send proposals out. We need oh. to meet with the client to present the proposal. Correct. That's, well, that's okay. what. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to use the different word. So if you send out a proposal, that's like the, what do you call it? It's all right. The, it may not be Friday for the pa- listener, but. Passive approach. Very passive. A passive approach. Yeah. Yes. Right? Because mm-hmm. you don't want the confrontation. You don't want that pressure like, oh, I got to ask for the sale. Oh, I got to get them as a new client today. We're like, oh, well, if we send the proposal, then if they want to work with me, they'll let me know. Let me just tell you that that never works. And that's not how the world runs. And people that are hiring an accounting tax bookkeeping firm need to be told what to do. Okay. So your clients are counting on you to make an offer for you to work with them. End of story. So by you sending a proposal and hearing crickets, and wondering, oh, how come you never heard back from Susie, Joe, Bob, and everybody else? That's why. It's in proposal land. 
they need you to tell them exactly what steps to take and what to do next to get started to work with you. If that's how you want to be seen as their most trusted advisor. End of story. Nobody. And this is another thing. If you may like, I mean, you have kids, right? Have you ever had a birthday party for them? I said, oh, we just had a really big birthday party for my youngest. Okay. How'd you get their friends to come? I have no idea. (laughs) My wife handled all of that and my daughter. My guess is they sent a text invite or they made an invite. They made an invitation is my point. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. Okay. You can't say, hey, I have a birthday party and then just hope that people show up on your front door. It's not going to happen. Or go to Chuck E. Cheese or wherever you're going to go. Nobody can come to your party if you don't invite them. Mm -hmm. Same thing with our clients. No one can become a new client unless we invite them to be a client. Invite them to your party at your firm. Correct. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to come to my party at our eight-week sales mastery training and transform your firm without an invitation from me. But on our call together, I'm assessing, are you a good fit? Can I help you? Are are you the type of person I want to help? And and I'm assessing, are you going to listen to things I say? And if you do, then I'm going to make an invitation for you to join us in our eight-week sales mastery training program on how to implement and transform your firm by implementing and changing all the things you probably do right now, or maybe some, and how to implement these tips that we talked about. So you do it in a much faster way because that's how, right, Phil Jackson has gotten their team faster. They couldn't do it on their own. They had a team. They had a coach. Yeah, you have to call Coach Queen. But my point is, is that, you know, that's what it requires. You have to make an invitation. So sending a proposal is not making an invitation. That is making a passive, let me just shoot this into outer space and hope and cross my fingers that they will contact me back when they're ready. (laughs) That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen firm owners do. Well, remember, we don't think it's dumb when we're doing it. I know. That's just the way. Some people accept that proposal that you send them. Some people do and and come back because they're waiting for it and they want to work with you already. Totally agree. There's a lot of people that won't. From all the people I've ever worked with, once they've done their numbers on this, you'd be shocked when you go do an inventory on how many proposals you sent and how many were accepted. I know. Well, the software will tell you that. Yeah, the software will. You have to Once go Once we and, started seeing those numbers, yeah. like in real, like, wow, our close rate is 10%. It's horrible, like, right? Yeah. Yeah. I used to think that. it was 10% because our prices were so high. No, it's because we're not inviting people to come to your party at your firm. That's why. But you should have high prices too. Well, you should have high prices, but we have to make an invitation. People don't accept high prices unless they are coached into what this is going to do for them. And what are the, you know, and and I think that that personal touch, we talk a lot about this. James Ashford has talked a lot about Mm -hmm. this. Go Proposal is a presentation platform. Okay. And it's a way to present your proposal and, and work out all of the, you're going to love this. I know, I I mean, I need to introduce you guys. I already mentioned you to him. Okay. But he's got a lot of the same philosophies. And the way that, the way that he sets his platform up is, you get all the information you need from the client, what you they need from you, and you've got all of the prices already set on the back end with their algorithm, with their platform, and you just click all the things that you're going to do for them, and it sets the price for you. 
So the price is already fixed in the okay. background. You're just solving their problem and you're clicking every little thing that you're going to do. For, oh, we're going to do bookkeeping. We're going to do it weekly. Okay, click, click, click. How many employees do you have? We're going to do payroll. Okay, five employees. And we're going to do payroll every two weeks. Okay, click, click, click. Sounds and like a great tool there. to come up with it. But in the meeting, we still have to make the invitation. We still well, have to take And this is usually the, the second step. meeting too. This is ah. the first meeting needs to be you're gathering information. Like like it's it sets this, you've already set the stage for all of this. And yeah. we've gotten to the point where we've met with them. Now we have all the information we need to put the proposal together. And then we meet with them to present it to them. Mm. Yeah. After we've already got everything we need and it's, they've answered all the questions, we've asked the questions, we've listened. And then the next call is to really just present them. Here's our solution to your problem. It's dope. It's dope. It's great. I mean, there's so many different tools out there. But at the end of the day, if you don't invite people to your party, no one's coming. So yeah. we have to just remember, and I'll leave it leave you guys with this. You have to focus on the results. Results for your clients and what they need and the problems that they have and all those problems. Not the process on how you're going to do that. That is the inventory we're producing. Yeah, they don't care how you're going to do it. Correct. We just need to know the outcome. So we're going to speak to our clients in terms of results that you will get them. We're not going to get geeky on them with the technology talk, fourth grade level, and we're going to invite people to our party. And it's as simple as that. I don't care what tax form. I don't care about any of that. I just want to know how you're going to fix my problem, but not the process on how you're mm -hmm. going to do it. And that is the best way for you to protect your inventory. And if you want to learn how to do that and explore together and discover what's possible for you and your firm, Make sure to go to theabundantcall.com because we can go through that and you will have your homework and due diligence to prepare prior to our one hour phone call. So Make again, the it's theabundantcall.com. And that's that's how they call you. They're not That's how they book there. a call. And that's how they fill out their application. Do they get the application within there? So you book the call, theabundantcall.com. It'll take you to our Calendly page. You're going to pick a time that works for you. Right after that, it's going to redirect you to the application. You're going to fill Ooh. that application out. And then within about a 24-hour period, you're going to get an email from myself, Denise, or Molly with what you need to review prior to our call. So and then we, we have our call. So we slightly different. We make them fill it out first. And yep. then they get the calendar after they filled it out. Yeah. And based on certain answers, it'll weed them out so then they can't even get the yeah, calendar. Yeah, so you have a logic routing form. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're using logic-based routing. And, you know, there's just a lot of people that we end up working with that if I did the logic-based routing, it would kick them out and I would never yeah. talk to you. We and, have been, yeah, we've been considering that. But also, that's probably, in some ways, remember, this is a good thing because if you have enough people filling it out and they can't, well, the logic-based thing, it depends on how you how serious you are about that. Yeah. Because there could be some make-or-break questions and people that if every time they've answered this, they're never a good fit and they never work with you. And that's like the make or break thing, or that's yep. the, that's the decision. Like that's the, I mean, for us, it's, it's only a couple of things that they could do in there that don't give them the calendar appointment. Mm. And it's usually the same type of person that's, that answers things that way. Yeah. Some of it's like, one of them is based on the urgency and the way that they answer certain things mm -hmm. and the way that they're demanding within the, the form itself. Yeah, And so they get three strikes against them during the form. And there's like little Easter egg things there. Like one of the questions is they want us to bend the rules. Like it's, it's what are the most important things about an accountant that, that you find? 
like you know, yeah. and if be... someone wants to bend the rules and you want someone who's a hundred percent by the law, that's going to kick them out, right? Yeah, and I think that's okay. But for us, I just have it this way, and I rather just cancel the appointment if you can't fill out the application. It's really simple, but that tells me you're never going to do the work I ask you to do in your firm, and you're probably not that serious of charging two to three times well, more that's than your you're litmus charging test now. Too, exactly. Is if they if they filled out the form and they got the appointment. They're taking somebody else's spot yeah. too. So they've got to fill that out. That's you why know. we give a short window to fill it out so we can open it up for the next person. Cause I know it'll get filled with somebody else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. For sure. That's dope. All right. Well, well, uh, this is, this has been a crash course for a lot of people <laughs> on how to make varsity. Yes, it um, has. And this is also, there's a ton of tips in here, a ton of, information we're just giving away for free yes we you can are hear michelle on her show and anywhere else that she is she's on she's guest on other shows too yeah the pitch queen the abundant accountant michelle weinstein check out the abundant accountant podcast book a call to see if she can help your firm yeah the abundantcall.com and just go there if you want to see all my retargeting Facebook ads because they'll start popping up in your Facebook when you log in. So, <laughs> so you've got you've got little like testimonials too, and yeah. none of these testimonials have you in front of a mic like this. You don't have a mic. No, in front of you, so I only do of- this for podcasts because I think the quality is a lot better, and I really need to figure out how to make better quality. I like my my main area in the house that I have but it's just so echoey because it's not carpet. I'm in a room with carpet here too. That's why this audio sounds so good, but it's not the best to record cool videos. You've got a ton of cool videos, but you're using cool backgrounds. So it looks like you're in a different place each time. Sometimes those are like like real backgrounds. And sometimes I, if I'm on Zoom. Oh, really? So you've got, you've got the beach directly behind you. One of the time. Yeah, that was in Cabo. I filmed that live. We were in this like mansion in Cabo and I filled that outside. That was real. That all those ads are real background. Wow. Okay. Okay. So you're also going everywhere. I guess sound quality doesn't matter when you got the visuals. (laughs) Yes, exactly. But thank you so much for having me. It's been an honor and, um, you know, just Keep listening. And for those that want transformation and you want to take the courage department route and get past some of your fear, then book a call and we look forward to talking to you. Transformation over information. It's Queen Owls.